0: I listen to the black guy who tips because rod and karen are so hot hey
1: welcome to another episode of the blackout to podcast i am your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are live on a saturday ready to do some feedback mm-hmm. uh we figured might as well do this feedback show because y'all have been leaving feedback yes y'all so have uh it'll just make it twice as much work when we do a feedback show a couple weeks from now but, uh, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all figure it out. Uh, you know how to leave feedback. It's all in the show notes. The official weapon of the show is... A an unofficial sport. What about And bullet ball. Extreme, extreme, extreme. um per- first people want to shout out to people that gave us money.
2: Man, I have You are
0: now listening to Charlotte folks are tied to the
1: black line. that's right news sunny new money let's talk about it celeste vb with the recurring donation adam s mariano with a recurring donation tyrone dorothy dorothea s jason f uh, michael irvin the playmaker waste bees by silver jasmine a deborah o michael f allison h Mary H, Stefan H, you know the H's love to come in a group, like a family. Brian, uh, B, uh, Jeff M, Corey B, Jonathan H, so we're showing up a little late from the other H's is fine. j Full, uh-huh. Mako H, oh, the, the, they come, the dele, H delegation is strong. Right, ain't they though? Marvin B, yes, Marvin B, early days of photography, Michael W, Nicole F, Asia D, Chriselle B, Annie P, Annie are you okay? I hope so. Tom W, Dana R, Jane M, Laura E, Noel W, Nicholas Z, Bomani Jones, Pete B, and Sonia B. That's everybody. Lots of people. Thank you for the money. Okay, we love we love to spend it. Let me stop it before Karen gets carried away with the Holy Spirit again.
0: Why got to be me? You
1: know how she like to lay down in the aisles and get all dramatic every week.
0: (laughs) Why got to be me?
1: That's what we say every week. Why it's always... Why, Lord?
3: Why? Um, All
1: right. so the last time we did a feedback show was the 28th of... No, it's longer than that. It was uh, the 20th. So let me go check... To see if we got any reviews since the 20th uh okay we got one new review from cooler be me than you all right uh they said five stars great show i love how informative and also funny when it is this how this how it oh i think it means uh the show is <laughs> a little typo uh rod and karen are great hosts and have introduced me to other shows and people the games on the show are great to play along and laugh yay thank you and i don't know the, the gender of this person i i didn't mean he it's it's you know that mm-hmm. uh but yeah thank you for the five star review we appreciate y'all okay um we you know continue to leave them Alright, we like those. We do? It's really that simple. I don't, I don't even know what else to add to that segment. Uh, let's get into the actual comments on our website. <laughs> all right. First episode was twenty seven one six Original Flavor McKnights. Uh we had two comments from Appia. White women pretending to be black. In our society, women are more skilled with makeup and hairstyling, so it's uh they know better how to change their appearance in a convincing way. I promise I never did it and have no desire to. Well, that's what a white woman who's pretending to be black would say
0: out here
1: so <laughs> nice try buddy <laughs> had to wake up pretty early in the morning to, <laughs> to get one over on you <laughs> get one over on me
0: <laughs> that's
1: probably where rachel doler was at um uh and i promise i never did have no desire to but would at least know what product to use to manage some success still i will not even give specific examples for products here to not give white women ideas well thank you
0: we appreciate that.
1: There might be some white women listening to our show right now that just keep that in the back pocket. Like, if it don't, if I, this white thing don't work out, I'll just switch over races. <laughs> become a very light-skinned black woman and, and rise to the top goes. of academia <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: be on the board of the naacp see how that works out for me
1: uh who knows if these kind of women visit this page as part of their act i'm suspicious mm, they probably i mean listen yeah, i mean they
0: be trying to get scoops from everywhere now
1: they gotta study the recipes all right we uh, we got the recipes over here in blackness
0: let be send them all online for everybody to see
1: they gotta imitate somebody it's gonna be some professor sounding like karen somewhere ah! leading the head of the diversity department
0: <laughs> i don't know they get this country twain they
1: dry i don't know they're gonna be leading the, the the diversity department over at some prestigious university i heard karen say timbuktu in the sense of something far away in this episode it's the same expression that is used in germany wonder how this got so popular that it's worldwide
0: uh, I don't know I got it from my mom and them whenever they talk about something far away that's what they call it they call it Timbuktu or uh, Bumblefuck nowhere or in the, in the middle of Bumblefuck. like that, that's the term they use for something far away and they don't know where it is
1: yeah I know why white supremacy alright ah! pretty sure pretty sure that's how
0: <laughs> it's a city somewhere called Timbuktu going why is everybody showing up here
1: uh, I think white people thought it was far they think uh it's uh exoticized location and then it's you know they just it's, it caught on because they were saying it that's my guess um <laughs> let's see we got comments on this episode on the youtube so let me see uh, a couple com- one comment Ramsey dph dunn says five stars because i love you both Aww, oh thank you thank you, you. We appreciate love. Five stars. then on uh on Spotify for podcasters we have um comments and we, of course we had a poll the poll is do you play video games yes or no 64% of our audience plays video games
0: mm-hmm. I do I love video games
1: 35% does not
0: and also in that 35% I wonder how many of them play video games but they don't consider what they play a video game cuz mobile apps are video games, and a lot of people play mobile apps, but if you ask them, they claim, they will quote-unquote claim that they're not a gamer, mm. but you spent 4,500 hours and, you know, $100 on, you know, this game on through your mobile app, but because it's not a console like a PlayStation, Xbox, you know, a Switch if you ask them, a lot of people will, will flat up and down tell you that they're not a gamer, mm. when in reality that number, I, I personally think that number is a, big, a bit higher but a lot of people are in denial or they don't in my opinion don't understand what the concept of a gamer is, just because it doesn't have a control it's still a game that you play, so you are a quote unquote gamer, if you spent hours in something, you're a gamer
1: I agree Uh the same poll on um spot on spotify podcast 58 and 42 percent um but still pretty high percentage um taking some time off this week was the q a uh Raphael says there were no sales for the cruise to africa as i was celebrating my birthday in the multiverse i'm back with repurposed sales that include guaranteed no toe suckers on board super african cruise Uh, thank you jane says enjoy your relaxing time off karen and Rod. rest up we will be patiently waiting on your turn relax relate release enjoy your time off i miss you but it's well deserved. get your person time on thank you Mm -hmm. you." um and we did take a few days off i don't don't remember how many but yeah I, i mean i guess this was since the 20th and we only did two episodes since then and it's the third of the next month so i don't know it took a bunch of days off but um, you know, we didn't go anywhere or do anything. Mm-hmm.
0: It was needed though. I was just like really yeah. really needed. I enjoyed just getting off and t- speaking of video games. I actually got to play more video games than I normally get to do because normally we work all day, we do the show, and then I'm tired, it's time to go to bed. I watch basketball, I fall asleep and with the, the eleven o'clock 'cause it's to two a m and I don't get to play my games till like the weekend so so i it was cool getting off early and being able to play for a few hours,
1: yeah and uh basketball is not till 2 a.m but i hear what you're saying it, it do go late
0: it do go late it feel like that to me
1: yeah um all right let's go to the next episode it is black dolphins episode 2717 uh we got seven comments on this one apia says i'm glad you took some time off not because i want less shows, but because i want you to be healthy that's more important happy you are back and they said that sean king has some nerve that's for sure mm-hmm. yeah and some nerve condition according to him ernest.com says people always ask why pastor got to be in a doctor office throwing up peace signs i say don't ask no questions don't ask just give <laughs> Resident Genius says five stars i was fifty eleven. hot about the response from the restaurant and the racist manager ps earth and most animals are tired of humans and their shenanigans um i don't think it's really most animals or I'll, I'll say this them black them the motherfucking black dolphins hit different that's all because like i feel They're like if bears creatures. was fed up with our shit you know the oh, way black dolphins is fed up oh, with our shit we'd be
0: through cause them, they'd um, just
1: be running up on us in our houses and shit
0: yeah them bitches is land sharks they like yeah. oh uh i want this house fuck that and they just will go through your wall and your drywall and not give a fuck. Like and fuck your cars up and shit like that. Like them the cre that's the creature, particularly a bear, is a creature you don't want on to get on this bad side.
1: Uh, sd star says white evangelicals like the guy harassing target employees want to be persecuted to show off their faith i'm sure that guy could not wait to be beat up by laws prevention he probably lives in a fantasy world where he is oppressed by an all-powerful liberal government or liberal corporations it comes from watching too many terrible left-behind style movies evangelicals don't seem to realize their fellow right-wing religious kooks have a lock on power in the supreme court half of congress and most of the state legislatures yeah and they got all the guns it's right so it's it's
0: like you winning the fuck i don't understand
1: yeah it's just they are the most egregious violation of the whole you know when people talk about uh folks wanting to be victims Mm. claiming to be victims when they're not and stuff that that is the biggest example of it is is that that like there? like i know there's liberal examples of it i know there's you know you know somebody's in a marginalized group they do something terrible to people and then they, they throw up their marginalization it's like look at me I'm the real victim here I know that and that is annoying and all this shit but that shit is not nearly as dangerous as the shit that these like christians do in america where they pretend to be persecuted as they run shit and as they persecute other people you know that a lot of this anti-lgbtq movement the anti-trans bills is uh the uh even abortion uh taking away the rights of people to have abortion all that shit is uh behind the veneer of christian victimhood of oh look what they're doing to us and 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 it's and and you're right these kind of people that's what i'm trying to explain about the target situation is that it's not as simple as call the cops and then it's just over or you know or whatever like these people are fucking dangerous to me this is terrorism right i know he didn't actually hurt anybody physically in that but this type of behavior because he's just one person but other people coming in supposedly tearing up the pride section of stores if you see the kind of stuff they're doing online what they're spreading in their in their silos it's very dangerous inflammatory rhetoric that is destined to hurt people and it already is hurting people but it's going to get worse the way shit is going and i don't blame any company for de-escalating the physical confrontation aspects because there isn't a a pretty solution and everybody that that, that shitted on them about the fact that they were like let's dial it back would 1 million percent blame that organization if something happened to their employees Mm -hmm. uh, based on this they will I don't give a fuck who they are they wouldn't say I don't care that those people got killed at Target it was it was the right thing to do no they would be like um Target knew that these people were out here Mm -hmm. they were running why didn't they just To take some of the shit down so they wouldn't get nobody killed that's what they're gonna do
0: right then they do it and they complain about that so what's the loose loose because we live in a country
1: where the guns are already out that like this, this we're not living in a fair equitable uh society where we're having a debate of ideas in the public forum that's not what's happening in america we're not really having you're having a debate at gunpoint
0: right is what we're having
1: and all of us that exercise our fucking freedom to to just bodily autonomy and stuff we're risking our lives every day we live in a country where we think it's okay that we all can just get killed in the public at any fucking time because guns are that goddamn important to our country that's where we're living so you know I think these people in that persecution complex is dangerous mm-hmm. um, classic rb love says hello rider Karen in response to your story about the woman who had the word nigger written on her receipt uh, nigger chick um. yes Karen is 100% correct that racism runs amok up south I have lived in New York all my life and I know this to be true as for the restaurant in question I'm not surprised that it is located in Pennsylvania which until recently last 5-10 to 10 years was the state with the most white supremacist groups in the nation mm. yeah I mean listen Karen's gonna point that out every time just about that, that, that racism comes up somewhere not down the south but um i think a lot of black people that live not in the south they know and deal with racism all the time it's 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 like i don't know if it just slips their mind or they just whatever but but like you can hear like someone from new york be like i wouldn't go down there and it's always like but come on man like you you deal with racism too Mm -hmm in whatever way it is it
0: might not be the same so don't yeah right. yeah and, and i think that's the thing that irritates me a lot of people to live outside of the south act like they racism is motherfucking different bitch it ain't
1: yeah and like i said it might be different but it's racism is my point right like, I, I think it could be different than the places that you go and experience you know like we live in charlotte we don't have a chinatown Mm-mm. you know what i'm saying so like we don't have certain things that uh that other countries you know other other cities might have that's not like but we but 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 the racism still exists it's just you know different
0: right and 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 that's my thing when I I, sometimes I like racism in general and I think Mm -hmm. that's the thing that bothers me because you know when they make these sweeping statements I'm like well you deal with it too it ain't just down here so and I guess for me just as somebody who lives down here loves being down here wouldn't want to actually live anywhere else it's very frustrating when you hear people outside of this place and not all but a lot of these people that make these comments have never brought their asses down to the motherfucking south but yet you got these sweeping statements about a place you never got them been before
1: uh heavyweight says i regard in regards to the target story i'm i'm licensed security in the state of texas never been assigned to retail but you were absolutely right thank you thank you i don't even need to read the rest of this (laughs) ha ha thank you okay because i know some people probably was listening shaking their heads at home like Roger's it's wrong this time but heavyweight says i'm absolutely right everybody you can call the cops and they'll show up eventually but they'll only escort the person off the premises they only get hit with trespassing if they come back again after that and that sean king post definitely gave scammer sob story vibes yeah that's a good name for him scammer sob stories That is, that is absolutely <laughs> i mean I, I don't know man i i you know safe space permission to speak you know i know you're not behind a paywall but sometimes it, it really is that simple where it's like fam all it seems that you do is ask for money from other people mm-hmm. you know especially the people that like decry like systemic shit, but then like you know ask they're always in your pocket but it's like you know you're wrong your classes you're this you're that And so it's like you give money to this shit, and then eventually you look up, and it's like, bro, this not even what you said it was no more. Mm -mm. Like this started with we gonna help black kids adopt puppies or some shit, and now we're down to guys. I have a mysterious condition, and this might be my seventeenth time asking you for money, but I need it again. It's like, dog, you you. This is like how I get a text from like the. The, the, the a politician asking for money for yes. the like at some point as a human being you exhaust my goodwill. I it's just a human thing I don't I, I don't think human beings are set up to be altruistic all the time for everybody all the time every ask we can't meet every ask and at some point people start looking at who's asking and how much they asking and, and yeah it do be a little like what's happening here like what are these decisions that are being made why are you you're spending thousands of dollars on a fucking dog and then turning around and asking me for money for your health insurance like does the priorities seem fucked up on your side not mine
0: right and it's also one of those things where because it's the internet you're making it the internet problems, and the internet is like, hey, dog, like you asked last week and you asking again, so now the internet has opinions because you actually made it the internet's problems by inviting it and putting it on the internet. So the internet is like, hey. you you do this or I see you bought this or I see you got that but then you got your hand out like this doesn't make sense and your bills aren't being paid and then everybody has their opinions because it's the internet so you can't be mad at the internet being the internet and having these opinions just like people would in real life
1: yeah so I don't know it's interesting that I don't know it's just interesting to see how people are um, getting tired of Sean King shit but I think people are Kind of getting tired of this shit in general mm-hmm. it's like fam i like you're gonna have to find some other method of getting money than just asking crowdfunding me all the time like
0: yeah and people you don't know, mind I, but like you say all the
1: time because well it's not just that because people go through shit too right you know what i'm saying so i don't know anyway i don't want to shit on that whole thing because i mm-hmm. think people get in a situation you might need help i think mm-hmm. that's totally reasonable i just right. think there's some people that abuse this shit and you don't yes and you don't it. have like a actual there's not a metric for it it's just a feeling of dog sean king this the 90th time I, I don't know what to tell you but there's never going to be a cause that i will give you money for at this point period because because you're down to just ridiculous shit and it just feels like you're taking advantage of either kind-hearted or misled people
0: yeah you brought a good point it's not the fact that people are asking a lot of times like you said it's who that matters more than anything else yeah it's
1: just who how many times it just adds up you know so i think people uh, sean king is a safe example where you can say it and nobody's gonna really push back on you correct but but i'm saying at this point we're surrounded by this shit and people just are tired Mm -hmm. uh and and people are scrutinizing it because it's one is not people are scrutinizing it because it is important that you are doing what you say to people like I understand that there's a a a school of thought that's like listen you give them the money it's just what they. well I don't know man I think to me I do have some scruples about it and if you say you do something for a cause and you don't end up doing that I don't fuck with you anymore period you see what I'm saying so I don't like that that is not uh, cool to me to be like well yeah they said they were raising the money for this but then they bought a uh uh, uh uh, they bought a big screen tv and just don't worry about it it's not your business nigga you made it my business when you accepted my money don't ask then you know like right. it, like it, that it, is lying that is unscrupulous i think that is valid to bring up and so um i think sean king's an example you can say yeah th- we all agree but i think there's a hundreds of examples like this shit every day and people getting sick of it
0: yeah that's also one of those things but nigga just say i want a tv and if i give it to you and i see the tv i know that that's where my money's going yeah to. that's right right
1: I, if you can't be honest about it then i know i want not hit the shit anyway Mm-mm. anyway he should have just dm people individually ask for forty dollars they go because they're gonna cut off my lights and the pictures come on bro he took that right out of tender swindler <laughs> they got peter that's what he said all right the poll the comments on the youtube let's see if we had any oh we did have a few Ramsey D. P. H. Dunn says, Dracarys to that restaurant and those men slash owner. Tiffany says, laugh my ass off at Rod's extreme side eye during the Aviation Inn restaurant story. Bruh, that was all of us. And Karen, you got it right. And I bet Jimmy will be back tomorrow too. I want to say I can't believe they tried to make themselves the victims, but that's really how it is, Dracarys. And Karen, you're absolutely right. This shit happens up north as well. I'm from the Midwest. Family from New York and Pennsylvania. It may appear in different forms, but it's everywhere, not just down south shannon says i'm so glad y'all are taking time to yourselves i miss the shows but you are both such hard working and wonderful people you deserve a break enjoy your time together love y'all thank you shannon thank you. um and the poll was do you what fuck i fucked up the poll on the <laughs> website uh oh it was do you, you love do you like our plugin which is not what i meant to put that's
0: <laughs> i did you meant to put
1: let's see if i got it right on spotify yeah did target mess up by taking some lgbtq items out of the stores yes or no 74% of people said yeah they messed up they shouldn't have took them out 26% say no
0: right and out of that percentage if somebody was to come in there and shoot up their employees because of with this same percentage of people flip and be like what are y'all doing why didn't y'all protect y'all employees
1: i i'm, I'm honestly i mean listen i'm i'm willing to be in the group of people that's just having an unpopular opinion in this 26% but you know i explained myself as best i could in that piece uh, uh that segment but i honestly think these people are completely fucking wrong like i i can't think of anything more dangerous than like as a corporation trying to stand up to a a, a bunch of people who have been empowered in this country to be violent terrorists i I really like I don't know it's just I, and I maybe I'm just that disconnected from whatever everybody else's experience but to my mind it feels like these people are living in theory and it's kind of like the whole prison abolition thing where like I can be a prison abolitionist on Twitter because none of that shit is real to me but if someone actually ran up in my house and beat the shit out of me I would want that person in a place that they cannot harm me anymore Right, and that place is probably going to look a lot like a jail cell and in that time it does become real and I actually have to have a real solution and I'm not just signaling anymore so that's what I think about is the reality of what's happening in Target it seems far away because we're watching it through our phones and video screens mm-hmm. but like if you were in a Target and some motherfucker like ran up in there and started fucking shit up it just I don't think you would just be like uh uh-uh, uh we standing up put every, we we've like or Put it this way i would hate for something to happen and then people be like oh that's what i was talking about yeah these motherfuckers are nuts you know
0: yes and also they're in the country that empowers these people it would be different if the laws empowered them i could see people going well fuck them because the laws are literally not on their side but the laws are on their side so since the laws are on their side you have to act Accordingly, and
1: you—it's not even that the laws are on their side. That's it's just they're—they don't care that they're breaking the law, and we're not um, a serious country about preventing this shit. Like, if I think in order for Target to truly like quash this, it's not even just taking down the items because it—it would be like you have to hire your own privatized armed security force just on some wish a motherfucker would shit that's the only way to stop these people are fucking crazy i'm i hope i'm wrong and i hope it doesn't come to pass but these people are going to eventually end up hurting somebody because it escalates because they're already hurting people in general Mm -hmm. but they like the the this latest wave of this movement is such a like um hyperbolic fear-mongering like we gotta get the gay shit and yeah it, it's different to me than just a you know i i it's, it's different to me than just a we're having a public intellectual debate that being said like look man it's if people think you know i don't know if people are just saying i don't care about these employees and stuff fuck them if they get killed or they just going these people ain't gonna do shit i do wonder which one it is but this shit is absolute to me it's not a game. I think they will kill somebody over this stuff. I I, you know,
0: I, I, I do too. I think it's escalation. The reason why I said the laws is on their side because people, like you say, the the public doesn't have it in them to pass laws to empower the store so yes the laws are on their side and, and you know it's one of those things where they do this shit because they know the laws they're not going to be punished there's not going to be in any, 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 any real consequence to the actions that's why i feel like
1: to, to, to i'm talking about shooting up target what are yep, you yep, talking about there yep. won't be any consequences to shooting up target
0: no i'm talking about the people that are coming into the target the laws are on their side mm. so this is one reason why i feel like target backed down and was like well we'll do these things oh to, okay. yes to 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 squash it because if I, the I laws empowered us yeah. we would be bold about it i, I see but what you they mean don't. in that We're not.
1: I, I see what you mean in that like in many of these places it's legal to like conceal carry it's like republicans are so gung-ho on the on the laws with the guns and shit that you know but i'm saying even beyond that these people don't really care about the law agreed like when when one of these motherfucking nuts shoots up some you know shoots up the beach in in florida because they're celebrating uh lgbtq people those people that do stuff like that aren't going well the law is that they don't care about the law they're just like i'm shooting up this motherfucking place because i got a gun and f- until the, until they kill me or catch me this gun is my law. And so I just think the mentality that our side approaches it with is like it's rules and debate and it's this. And and the and the mentality their side approaches it with is I I'm it's bigger than that. It's God's law. I got a gun. I can threaten people. I can kill people. I'm the real victim. You're making my kid gay and all this shit and I worry that um to me this is different than the ideological discussions that are about like this beer put a rainbow on it but they're not showing up at anheuser-busch warehouses and threatening the people there so in some type of way that's not as real and present a danger as those videos i see where they're actually running up in places and vandalizing and attacking and uh uh, chastising employees
0: agreed and it's also uh one of the things to where people in general it's sad but people in general in this country has kind of been desensitized to a lot of this shit. and on our side like you say it's rules and regulations what are you doing donald trump is a prime example of this what do you do when the motherfucker say "Fuck your rules like when somebody says i don't care about your goddamn rules not only do i not care i'm going to come in here and kill you all because i can on our side there's there's nothing to go against that you know it's like okay everybody panics everybody you know put words out there and shit like that but there has to be something other than you broke the laws wah 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 you know type of shit and and i think that's where the frustration comes in i'm like motherfucker vote people in pass laws get shit done and, and t- to do something but it's well you know we really can't do anything you know this is what the law says we want to quote unquote follow stuff shit by the books but when somebody says fuck you and your books what do you do
1: yeah i don't know man uh but yeah listen we just see it differently I the audience uh thinks uh you know they should have left them up and i guess we'll find out because they did actually leave them up Mm-hmm. They just <laughs> they took yeah. down like the tuck suit or whatever but like I've been in Target since then it's up all my friends that have gone to Target since then it's up um so my guess is they just publicly backed down and they just left the shit up out of support but it it's not like I said it, we'll see if it, hopefully it doesn't escalate i just think the wrong thing to do in the case like this as a company is to escalate shit and then you don't. The people that make that decision in a corporate office are not the people that are on the front lines. You're putting somebody making seven fifty an hour on the front lines against these religious fucking cultists. Oh, correct. Um, the Q and A. Why the black dolphins got to be the killer whales? Hmm. Uh jane says power to the black dolphins aka freedom wells exactly brother (laughs) uh magnificent breeze says because them niggas are some stone killers they might not kill many people but everything else in the ocean is dinner to them (laughs) yeah but we don't call but but listen to what you say magnificent breeze okay we call the sharks that eat people what great whites
3: They got better p.r
1: so they so they got better white supremacy so they we know those sharks we don't call them killer whites we don't call you know like it's kind of you don't think that's kind of fucking interesting good grief Wait, lord have mercy lord have mercy these negroes don't know nothing about history these negroes don't know let me get this straight uh, oh no way no out there. the freedom <laughs> Raphael says the black dolphins are tired of migrants drowning and drowning's in the most dangerous crossing in the world. Revenge on sea brother of c o oh, c brethren if Yakubians want peace, I can arrange for offerings if they meet with me uh Aaron says white dolphin propaganda dolphin gander agreed. <laughs> Boo says right rod ain't nobody giving any money to that white boy he better use that mount everest trip money to float his family yeah that's the other thing like at some point i looked up sean king was asking for money for shit i'm like what is this even for <laughs> like you know what I mean? you're like i'm climbing mountains i'm like what y'all gave money to this he did at one period of time yes he did <laughs> i mean didn't even
0: know. climb that mountain
1: like i can't even feel bad for the, the like i'm like yeah I, did you get god or you just wanted to give some money away at this point who's still believing in this shit anyway I ain't good not luck wrong but
0: damn, it, climbed the mountain
1: good luck to everybody you know um i guess go tell it on the mountain is what they're saying ah! Uh, all right, so episode twenty seven one seven is Miracle Whip Cave Dweller. We got some comments. Ramsey D. Jenkins says five stars of paying off my student loan and paying off debts require me to have relations with De Niro, Jagger, Eastwood, or Pacino without having a baby. Sign me up. Ken is the ultimate white people news. Uh I love how you put without having a baby, but I'm like the the baby is that's where the real money is. That's
0: where the bag is. Cause listen,
1: them men right there, they not getting married okay so you might be able to like finesse some stuff in the short game but if you want them long term you know student long goals like you brought up you probably don't have to leg lock one of them old niggas you don't have to put the the clamp you,
0: you want some of that estate money
1: you have to put the clamp on them octogenarians okay this you gotta do what you gotta do that's why i respect these women
0: get them kegels working Mm -hmm. and and like you said in in the fucking prime years of their life they you know they like i could be getting some some young dick
1: i respect them man Mm -hmm. they cash them vaginas in like lottery tickets yes sir Come on and come on and fill me up and let's get this motherfucking money on the road come on apia says life isn't hard as it is hard as it is life is hard as it is but i'm glad i don't have a baby with a senior citizen to survive i tried to imagine it today and it's a no for me yeah but that's because you thinking about broke-ass senior citizens so you don't even (laughs) like you thinking about struggles and shit we talking
0: about we talking about the ones that got banked some somewhere where you can be in your 20s and like never have to get a real job for the rest of your life
1: yeah i mean if you can just like lock one of these niggas up and the nannies taking care of the kids you fucking gallivanting around the globe uh you figure it out ernest says hold up apple maps took you back to the back of the building really right in front of my juneteenth
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right me and roger looked up like it's a whole ass fence how you expect us to get to the store
1: uh sir spoonful on youtube says just when i try to get out i leave it back in rod roderick mr morrow please (laughs) laugh my ass off (laughs) Uh, and lastly the poll do you watch legal porn that you wouldn't want anyone to know about yes because i know everybody was shitting on uh taylor swift really I was shitting on taylor swift via her boyfriend which i I still find that to be weird mm-hmm. i still find that to be weird i also don't think that would ever apply to any man ever of all time period no matter how disgusting the woman he's dating is we would never be like i, I don't fuck with him because the woman he chose to date so that's some weird patriarchal shit that mm-hmm. no one's figured out yet even the woke people but uh anyway yes karen just said yes mm-hmm. 61% of the audience says yes. 38% of the audience says no, but it's probably lying. Yeah,
0: because, because, <laughs> because the thing is just because you watch something does not mean it's something that you want to participate in and or do
1: yeah i mean that's why i love that episode we do every year with the pornhub poll like the results of what people actually watch because it's all low-key like disgusting taboo stuff if it was real life right incest it's uh you know um um hentai it's you know what it looks like if sure if it was real life and tentacles was coming out of the ground and fucking sexual assaulting people pretty sure zero people are 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 gonna be like yeah i'm i'm in come fuck me up uh uh, octopus Mm -mm. but if you're talking about fucking uh fiction you're talking about consenting adults you're talking about stuff that's not real right at that point i feel like people can do whatever the fuck they want i it just i don't have to be into it Mm -hmm. and i try my best to not do too much of the Moralizing and and shit that other people do about that right. subject because <laughs> because I'm honestly I don't feel like it makes anyone special to not have the kink that some other person got. It's,
0: Correct. It's like different it don't for everybody.
1: It don't make you like better. Like because it's only to me it only would make you better if the people was doing shit in real life and you weren't doing it, right. So which you don't deserve a pat on the back. But it's like if someone you're like well personally guys I'm not into uh watching another man fuck my wife and and then uh uh you know i sit in the in the corner uh dressed in a superman suit in a in a closet I, okay right uh, and <laughs> like, like uh, that's obviously yeah that's obviously is not a lot of people into that but if they if they were or if you're not it doesn't really say shit to me you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i don't know it just feels like we all have puritanical issues around that stuff but we don't want to like necessarily discuss it right um because in public we lie it's why that supreme court case about like trying to ban pornography i think it was a supreme court case but how it ended up that you can have porn on the this is before streaming and stuff but porn on like the cable the cable like the cable stations that you pay extra money for uh, yeah. you can have pornography on them and it and this and the reason that that happened um is because the judge the the actual um cable company or whoever gave the data to the court court like this is what people are watching right and so, so they're the lying. court was like okay so we can't get anyone in public to say they're into this shit clearly people are into this shit and if we take away this right for people to view it we'll really be stripping something away from the society because that people do use even though in public everyone says they don't and I think um, that's kind of our thing is knocking down the people that say what their kinks is when it goes too far quote unquote for our taste and I don't know some about it feels wrong to me and if like I said I've just drawn the line that i don't have to watch it i don't have to be into it Mm-mm. but i'm not gonna be bothered that someone is into it it right. just ain't got shit to do with me nope you know
0: it's just not my thing and that's okay just like a lot of people like shit i like shit a lot of people like what the fuck is she watching
1: honestly once them niggas came out with uh this ain't roots i was like okay so this different what? it's just it's just a whole different type of person out there <laughs> they enjoy things i'm not getting
0: some head by the water
1: yeah i was like that okay yeah nothing's off limits to y'all and and good we'll have more props to you you know and i'm not even saying i'm disgusted by that as much as it's just i it's hard for me to jack off while laughing i can't do it me too so if it's too funny i'm probably gonna be have to be out but it's not because i'm like i'm just so angry it's more like Wow, you niggas have no bounds. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is funny. Anyway, uh, the poll on Spotify, which apparently I wrote differently. What was going on this week? <laughs> no wonder we took a week off. It was, do you watch legal porn and you wouldn't want anyone to know about? Yes, no, or I don't watch porn at all, which I wish I had included on our website. So 16% don't watch porn at all. So those people don't, they just Not, don't count.
0: Yeah, they don't count.
1: Okay, these, these are robots. Uh, the other percentage, 55% yes, 29% no and like i said i truly hope everyone's on a up and up but i personally think people are lying because mm-hmm. i really think it's it's so invasive porn is so ridiculous at this point it's so invasive they're adding stuff to porn that doesn't make it's, it it's like make why do these people need to be step siblings then there's nothing there's nothing that it adds or takes away from the plot we know they're not
0: we know they're not because they've
1: just been in the same scene last week with different step siblings <laughs> right. that, how big is this family <laughs> this family is humongous you know <laughs> and how she the stepmom and the stepdaughter and then <laughs> yeah, there's too much going on the plot thickens yeah we can't figure it out but at the same time like i don't know it's like it's so ridiculous that i is i don't know i think it, i would never assume like well that that just means that person wants to do that in real life they want to have incest i'm like they probably won't watch too hot people fuck and Mm -hmm. they didn't write the scene
0: right and they they didn't (laughs) title the movie Uh,
1: anyway uh the q the Q A. return of the snow bunny though uh the comments y'all really got me and my coworker looking at these titles not in office one of the titles name is shucky ducky i'm done dog (laughs) i like honestly
0: (laughs) shucky ducky that's fucking
1: hilarious honest to god racism is so funny it's fucked up and it has real effects And this i Mm -hmm. get the people that they can't laugh because it's too infuriating but the way my brain processes things it goes to funny first not anger first and i have a lot of friends you know that they're built different where like they go to anger first and
0: and as they process it it may eventually turn into funny for some maybe them.
1: but yes. that's not what i was gonna say they go to anger first and that's just that's their thing i go to i go to humor first and you know like if i saw something racist happen right in front of me my brain inside would mark it would it would note that this was incongruent and ridiculous first anyway Racism is so fucking funny. I and and I know everything taboo goes into porn, especially because that's our brains like uh, attracted to taboo shit or whatever is off limits to you. And who knows all the shit we're dealing with in our society? You got you know y'all. Many of y'all were raised like with a lot of religious ups and puritanical shit and and moral shit and shame. And so you have a lot of that shit in you. And you're watching this, and it's. You know you can't get around it for whatever you can have complicated relationships with your family and shit that you can't you know whatever it is that that fucks you up is it's individual for each person but man the the shit they do in porn is so ridiculous i it's funny to me it's just stupid and funny it's you know like the thing I think about a lot is <laughs> there are people that have the right right people that come up with porn scenarios for the holidays
0: yep they seasonal
1: like mm-hmm. there are people somewhere there's somewhere at, at bang bros or brothers there's some person being like don't forget St. Patrick's Day is coming up we gotta get the St. Patrick's plots going we gotta Valentine's
0: buy some Christmas yeah. I've seen it with Santa I've seen it with clowns like yeah, I have seen a lot of shit
1: but it, it just I don't know it just it's funny to me that there's somebody somewhere being like oh shit don't forget mm-hmm. we got Juneteenth coming up <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, don't that's forget what, memorial Day's coming up we'll truly have we'll truly have equality when juneteenth porn is out that's like right I now can't wait right now i don't think we truly got equality because everyone is scared to make the first juneteenth porn because they know niggas are gonna be very upset mm-hmm. and then some of them are gonna jack off to it but they're gonna be very upset but someone has to bite the bullet and oh, i'm looking coming. i'm looking at you black.com okay come on you've been, you been getting by on the backs and penises of our people for a long time yes you have and it's time for you to pay some reparations we need some juneteenth porn you Come gonna on. take a, a pr hit there's oh. gonna be a lot of people upset
0: Oh, this sex equity
1: but we, we need yes we need sex with sex with d okay we need sex sex with d uh we need y'all to go ahead and bite the bullet man someone gotta make be the first person to do it uh i, I don't know if black song blonde's gonna do it i don't I am scared of what black payback gonna do with it.
0: <laughs> right. I
1: don't I don't I'm not I don't know if I want I them to get a hold of it. I don't it. really subscribe to all that, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna need y'all to step up to the plate, Black, okay? At least y'all will make it look classy. Come on. Y'all y'all the ones with the budgets. How you know what they should do for black dot com for the Juneteenth one? For they should just have some black people have sex with no white people involved at all. Mm-hmm. That'll that'll shake up the whole world. Everybody people be like what? what? people
0: don't know how to act
1: there's no interracial taboo not this week motherfuckers black.com the takeover anyway uh renee says <laughs> uh i'm sorry coach malik says this shit this smells like a shitty situation dang karen you crack me up great to see you two take time for yourselves we all need it love y'all Thank you. renee says there's an adult film actor with the same stage name is me uh and we both have imdb pages I haven't watched any of her films yet, but the titles alone are hilarious. Well she says Renee Leslie, I don't know if that's her government or her IMDB name. Uh so I don't know if that's uh if that's the name of the porn star. Uh so I don't I don't think I've heard of her. Mm-hmm, never heard um, of her. So I I don't know, uh or maybe she has another name or something, but she didn't put let write, send us write the name down and then we'll look it up we'll compare y'all imdb pages which also got to be scary when you right try to like submit for a job
0: right you guys you got to <laughs> put seats not the porn star right
1: it's like uh so what's your what's your name um is tiana trump the other one the other one not the one you're thinking about okay uh um, it's
0: number two i'm Trump, number yeah. two not number one Number yeah.
1: two. yeah make sure you go to number two on the imdb results yes! because i didn't write i didn't do them other movies
0: Mm-mm. that's okay? not me
1: i've never acted in uh gangland white boy stomp i've never done that <laughs> no nope. okay so
0: i was not there if
1: uh you see something for like all that ass seven that's that's not me okay? i was not
0: a part of Fuckboy boy allen part 27 i was yeah. not in that scene
1: fuckboy island is just a reality tv show uh clear, <laughs>
0: sounds like a name
1: clear lane says to karen's point about peace and chaos chaos gives people an area of predictability which allows a false sense of control it feels like people that need control forget that they can control their own peace too uh, that's deep keisha says but did they go anywhere in the first place lol i want the return of the snow tap mm, that's true where did the snow bunny go That she's returning. Mm. Or, or you know what? That must have been her second scene at Black Payback. So they were getting (laughs) more payback to the same. She was really dedicated to the (laughs) call. Double payback? She gotta, I gotta give back. I really have to give back. Okay. Double the, double the call, double the payback, double the penetration. All right. We gotta. (laughs) gotta... (laughs) So stupid. All right. Let's (laughs) get to the, the phone line. Say who's gonna do mother's day and father's day porn fam they don't beat you to that one mm-hmm. it's really more like stepmother's day or stepfather's yes. day you know what I'm saying. but yeah they done thought of all that mm-hmm. shit everything except juneteenth that's the only that's one i've never only, seen them do
0: yeah they done, they done did president's day they done did you know uh, yeah just about you know like i said christmas thanksgiving halloween you name it they've done it
1: all right voicemail time uh 704-557-0186 hey rod
3: hey my girl karen hey baby i hope y'all are again having a last week child free getting to the motherfucking money black capitalism <laughs> i am chilling you know this is your girl sierra um i said your girl like y'all know me like this but this is your girl sierra in Norfolk, Virginia. Owner, CEO of TrapKink.com. Yes, we make moisture in your kinks, coils, curls, and skin while improving your mental and physical health. Shout out to Cameron. Real quick, Cameron, you know, all black girls stay with some degrees, bitch. I just got my master's degree in clinical <laughs> mental health counseling. Go ahead. And at the end of this month, right before my birthday, I just started my PhD for clinical mental health counseling. And I got my own business and I started a transportation business. You know, business be working. Anyway, um, I just want to say, first of all, I love you guys. I know it's been a minute, your girl, been working, studying. I remember the first time I got to see y'all, we played the games during the first COVID situation where we had to do Thanksgiving from home
1: mm. and all
3: that shit. Life has been lifing, but shit has been great. Um, Trying to buy my first fucking home, all that type shit. A lot is going on, but anyway, fuck all that. Um, I am going to say something real quick because it's all about it. John Morant. Mm. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. But um, yeah, bless his heart. Anyway, don't you bless his heart, like he go. Mm-mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something, but it's 2023 and it's dark. You know how mm. you you know, how Grandma be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. don't 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 say it. Don't yeah, say I ain't it. gonna say that about that boy, but you know mm-hmm. I, you know that. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That boy. Mm-hmm. bless Let's talk.
3: Anyway, I watched Miss Anna Nicole Smith documentary. Oh,
1: she got cut off. Uh, she left another message though.
3: So back in the day, because I've been listening to y'all for a mighty long time, I would've called um this voicemail woman an evil bitch and a rude ass heifer. But you know what I'm saying? I'm saved. I am now a therapist and so I'm going to um stay out of all of that. Um, Anyway, I was watching this Anna Nicole Smith documentary, and it is very beautifully written. You can tell that everybody provided consent forms, who was the head of the estate. One thing I can see is there was a lot of cocaine and methadone use, and there was no mention of jail. There's no mention of Jello. There's no mention of gelatin. There's no mention of gel for the hair. There is no mention of G-E-L- J-A-I-L none of that none of that there is no mention of jail daddy looking like Elvis no mention of jail no type of gelatin jail pill no type of jail doctor just prescribed y'all be blessed Um, (sighs) take care of our, our people man and just like hug your children um, and keep them home because they're killing killing motherfuckers in these schools. You know what, I'ma go. I'ma go. I'ma go. I've seen hotels, I live in Norfolk and I've seen hotels outside the Audi today. I'm on that, I'ma go. I'ma go on that. They were out there in different tastes. They look like Power Rangers. I gotta go. Love y'all guys, bye. I gotta go.
1: I, this is extremely be, random I, I i feel like be
3: safe hope they ain't recruit you for the team I
1: feel, I feel like she just had things on her mind and decided to call our phone line mm-hmm. i don't know that these are things that happened on the show she left one more Close. hopefully it's not gonna be the hotel's answering the phone i swear to god
3: i'm not calling y'all no more this is gonna be the last time i call y'all but um i just finished the documentary I know y'all don't give a fuck about these white women, but hear me out. I'm about to have a whole tech moment. I'm about to have a whole tech moment. Maybe they did get her. They might have. So what I just learned was that Anna Nicole Smith is one of the blueprints of a white county. And I say a white Karen because my black sister and queen, queen in Christ Karen is sitting right there and you don't identify with that bullshit. Nope. But what I've learned is that uh, Anna Nicole Smith was like, yo, when I'm a white woman crying, they pay me. So I'm gonna keep getting these white women paying money and you'll be blessed. And that's what I learned, that these white we already knew he was white. I gotta start being white. That they be acting. But they
1: also profiting
3: from this shit, bro. I'm gonna go to bed. Y'all have a good night. It's 5.
1: All right. That was, that was a lot. Crisis counseling. Be blessed. All right. All right. Good luck. That was, that was a lot. You are right. We do not care about these white women. So that's probably... You know, you be
0: safe out here in the streets for them Power Ranger hotels.
1: Uh, we got some voicemails from Tanisha. She uh, left three, I think. Some, it says from Sunday and then one from Thursday.
2: Hey, Rod and Karen, it's Tanisha G from Brooklyn, and it is Memorial Day weekend on a Sunday. And I wanted to say, I'm so glad that you all, I meet you guys doing your regular shows, your regular schedule. Uh, but honestly, I got behind on a lot of the shows and so I needed to get caught up anyway. So you all being off has been really good because um, I was able to do that. But also, um, I wanted y'all to you know, have some time for yourselves and be able to relax. You do so much. And uh, it's also appreciated. So definitely wanted y'all to get some time to yourselves. But I wanted to say I had on my bucket list to go back and listen to every episode of the show so I went and listened today to episode one which is called the love cast mm-hmm. and it's so cute because I love y'all's little thumbnail on the podcast episode where it's like y'all are all cute up in the photo booth and it was just really funny to see how it started um because you all had started off like with a real short show it was like 41 minutes so it was from January 9th of 2010, so it was like going, it's like opening up a time capsule because all the stuff that you're talking <laughs> about, of course, is like history, but it, it's fun to kind of relive it. And you did some movie reviews, which I thought were really cute. They were really short, though, because, you know, everything was short, 41 mm. minutes. Um, And the whole time y'all were playing music in the background, which I thought was kind of like, wow, because... Mm -hmm. It was hard to focus on what you were talking about because I was either trying to figure out who was singing or I was trying to jam along with them. Like, there was some Beyonce on there at one point, and I was like, oh, no, Beyonce can't be in the background. She's going to never stay in the background. So um, I also wanted to say there was a part of the show where y'all were talking about, oh, you know what? I think this is about to cut off. So hold on. Let me just call y'all back real quick.
1: All right. Go to the next one.
2: Hey, it's Tanisha G from Brooklyn. Anyway, I was saying, I'll talk about episode one, The Love Cast. Um, I really enjoyed that show, and I thought it was really cute when y'all were talking about Applebee's, because Applebee's is a place I don't mess with. So mm-hmm. I really appreciated the fact that y'all said it. y'all not trying to meet up with nobody and ever go to Applebee's, because it's a mess. Because <laughs> we all know Applebee's is serving nothing, but hypertension with a side of so please, black folks, stop going to Applebee's. Anyway... I thought it was weird that they have they have um you were saying they have pagers on the wait staff and I was wondering if that's mm. still a thing cuz like I said I don't go there anymore. It sounds oppressive. It sounds ridiculous and I just don't understand why people want to work or either, you know, spend time, spend money, make money in Applebee's. It's, <laughs> the place is just like hell on earth. But anyway, it'd be interesting if anybody knows if they can let us know. If that ever panned out, if that died out in the new decade, let us know. But also, I thought one thing that was really funny was you all were doing questions. You had two questions from your Twitter fans. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions was, why can't guys handle just being used for sex by a woman? And I thought the answers that y'all gave to the two questions were great. But what was funny about that particular question was that, the background song that was playing was Maxwell's um, Whenever, Wherever, Whatever. <laughs> I it was just dying because I was like, did they know they had this man begging in the background trying to mean something to a woman? <laughs> did they have that set up for that question or did they just randomly come on the CD player? I didn't randomly. know. I thought it was hilarious. But anyway, I'm so excited to get into more of the classic episodes of your show and I'm super excited for you guys to come back with some new stuff as always. Thank you for being you and y'all stay blessed. Take care.
1: Aw, thank you. Aww. That is adorable. That you know, I'm <clears throat> I i do not go back and listen to old episodes. It's just, you know, that's how I stay present and uh just the way my mind works. But uh it is always interesting to hear people talk about our old episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, The music was there because it it, it doesn't make sense now, and I only know that because of years of experience, Mm -hmm. but at the beginning our sound quality wasn't that good, and my thinking was, we'll cover up the bad sound quality with the music and make it more like a you're sitting around a table listening to people talk at a party which is the dumbest shit i've ever thought in my life Ah! because i hate parties for that reason there's nothing worse than trying to hear people over fucking music but here's my dumb ass thinking i was doing something smart and avant-garde and clever which is interesting though because uh i do think we were one of the first podcasts that did that and a shit ton of people copied it after that like i don't think we were the first one but Mm -hmm. i know being that we were one of the original black podcasts there were a few black podcasts that came out after us that used the music in the background shit and i'll be like these motherfuckers but you know that was back you know before i found the lord um but uh yeah that's that's adorable that you went back and listened yeah, and, and it's really
0: interesting it. particularly with the first episodes i think in the first one we talked about a list of shit we would not talk about and today we talk about all the all shit all the shit on the list that we said we wouldn't go touch we we talk about
1: also that episode we were very tired because we had recorded it like four times Ooh, and we weren't child. even sure that that was recording or that that was going to come out we so. sure
0: didn't at the end you know what we looked at each other and went, how did you get this on itunes that show you how fucking long ago that was
1: yeah. So uh, she did leave one more message though. This is and this is from Thursday.
2: Hey Rod and Karen, this is Tanisha G in Brooklyn, and I was calling to get some feedback. I wanted to watch a bunch of your episodes. I left um, some other voicemails about that, and I have. I just finished this morning episode ten, which is called Old Man Strength. And I just gotta say, y'all have really y'all y'all are really talented because already like ten episodes in from the beginning, I just had such a good time. They were so entertaining. the jokes are really good um and so it's just it just makes it even better that you're like almost approaching three thousand episodes at this point. you're so close, but anyway, I I that to say I had to get on Spotify to do this because um iTunes was like will only let me go back as far as like 770 episodes. So I was like, let me go join Spotify and see what Spotify has. Spotify took me all the way back to the beginning, it does. which is amazing. So I can do all the episodes and I was able to leave a rating. It, it allowed me to leave like a five star, but it didn't give me an option to write. So right. I don't know if I missed something. I'm going to have to explore that a little bit deeper, but I just thought it was really cool that I decided to do this. Not only because I get to enjoy your old content, But also because Spotify is like, oh my god! (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. now that I have Spotify, I'm like, why the fuck am I fucking with Pandora? Why did why? Let me just go on and delete that today. That's what I'm gonna do right after this call. I don't need Pandora. (laughs) Spotify is amazing. So thank you for getting me there. Thank you for all your fantastic content. You're so amazing, and I look forward to listening to some recent episodes but i'm still like i said enjoying them old classics everybody should get on it they are so
0: good okay Uh, take care bye thank you thank you well you you uh it's gonna be a good time honey you gonna really go back through the uh through the archives because when we first uh started i talked but not like i do now like right now the person i am now i'm not that same person i'm very vocal i will cut a nigga off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I used to didn't do that and uh, when we used to get off the show I would talk Roger's head off Roger would be like uh, y- we was just recording why are you talking to me about this now <laughs> you got opinions and so I have came a long way
1: yeah I think uh, also I'm glad that we did the show the way we've done it where we've been authentically ourselves mm-hmm. um you know i think we've gotten more e- like we've been able to like fill out more and you know you you've you've watched us change opinions and grow over the years you'll be able to go back through the archives and watch that too but mm-hmm. we were never trying to be like edge lord trolls uh sensationalistic like that we weren't trying to do content that didn't fit us where we were like I'm gonna you know call my wife a bitch cause right. I need y'all to I need the internet to fight about it and or, people be able to write
0: in and ask us why it's, it was hilarious we would be like why are y'all nice to each other why are y'all a loving boring or, ass couple
1: or even the stuff where it's like someone writes uh for advice or something I, I like I remember we had a time where people were writing for advice and, and, and uh, we stopped it because it was just like i don't want to do that now look maybe that was a mistake and we should have kept doing it if we wanted to be like a bigger podcast but we never wanted to be the biggest podcast Mm-mm. and you see how the shit goes viral now with these podcasts the the black podcast is all about relationships and it's all traumatic fucking manipulative bullshit but whatever like we decided not to do that stuff because it just wasn't us and i'm mm-hmm. glad you know, that we were able to do it this long and get this far doing it and have so much fun doing it. And, you know, not, like, I think because of that, there's a level of embarrassment that always comes with having stuff out there that that you, that exists that it forever that you're eventually like, oh, I don't feel that way anymore. But I like that it's out there so people can be like oh this was the process and hopefully there are people out there that that may be able to, to listen to that and be like oh yeah we can, i see that too you know and not just in some like an opinion thing or like something stupid we said or did i mean like growth is in like even learning to more better express our to express ourselves better even learning to lean into uh our thinking uh to believe in ourselves the you know that podcast you listen to I, I i feel like we said our names are well, rod and miss promise say that again yes sir i don't even think we said rod and karen i don't Mm-mm. think you know I, I i i you know like i just think a, a lot of that stuff we kind of we did put our picture on it which is interesting right you know
0: put our pictures without our names
1: yeah but but yeah so there's just a lot of stuff that i'm very proud of and i honestly uh thank you for listening and thank you for calling in and leaving messages about it because you know it definitely reminds me that we had something from day one uh even if we didn't know what it was so thank you Mm -hmm. all right let's get to the emails and then we'll get out of here not me almost crashing my car says I believe this is Quiana who says listen to the original Flavor McKnight's aka 18 perfect titties when this fool Rod said Janelle Monet had restraint because every artist with a perfect set of titties is obligated to use them even Rick Ross I almost crashed my car I can't please never change I'm trying not to you know uh <laughs> I do say some silly stuff uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, the Blackout Tips origin story. Hey, now Karen and Rod, this is from Mark, aka OG underscore Zool who says, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but the first time I ever heard Rod was on one of Bomani's radio shows in 2011, 2012, and he mentioned that y'all had a podcast called The Blackout Tips, and I thought the name was so fucking awesome and oh so subtly subversive. That's why I dig it. Funny thing is, I grew up around some bougie black folks who used to overtip to think they defeat the stereotype uh i seemingly know uh known how to calculate 20 percent most of my life anyways yeah you know man that, i think that's one of the things one of the hangouts i've never had is over tipping because i'm black which is such an ironic thing to say with the name of our ty- our podcast i've over tipped because i was a waiter
0: same Mm -hmm. you know it's it's, I was a server i always over tip a lot of times people are actually shocked and surprised like i've even had servers come out like the door and be like thank you i was like i I guess like i don't really think nothing of it because i'm like i don't know what kind of day you had just gonna make your day pay a bill i don't care
1: i'm sure some people you know have well you know when they get the tip probably assume like oh these black people overcompensating or i did a great job or whatever but no it's just man being a waiter's hard i've done it before and i uh, i just remember the feeling of a a big tip making my fucking day and making it feel like i was worth something and Mm -hmm. uh so anyway he says anyway uh when i heard the name i was like i have to listen to the show and i'm glad i did i've been listening ever since i'm sure you've done the origin story of the name but i've never heard it hope you revisit that sometime okay so the origin story of the name was simply um i had a blog I was a waiter, uh, and the blog was really just, first I had, okay, first I had an email chain to just me and my friends, um, and I would be at work bored. This is how I should have known I shouldn't have been in corporate America. I don't know what corporate
0: America was not for you. Uh,
1: but every, almost like <clears throat> every day or two, I send a list out to my friends, post it on message boards, uh, emails, whatever, and it would be like random thoughts is, <laughs> was what it started as and the random thoughts would be random random as fuck it just it just, um i think we even started uh, the name random crew <laughs> didn't it the name yeah. of the group was became the random crew mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because that was how often and how much it was just sending out the the emails to my friends of like uh hey random here's some random thoughts and they would send something back and stuff too like it was it would be fun like you know we had a good time I'm still friends with those people to this day um but yeah I, so I would be like you know random crew you know check out these random thoughts and and they, and the random thoughts could be anything I remember one time I wrote a whole rap parody of the 10 weed commandments I'd never smoked weed in my life but it was like this is what it was it was a parody of Biggie's 10 crack commandments it was like alright here's the 10 weed commandments or something like that it was just stupid shit, and then eventually they'd be like, "You know what, man? You should start a blog." And I'm like, "Ah, uh, I mean, you know, who's gonna read the blah blah?" I was like, "We will read it, you know. We maybe people could share it." And this is when like blogs was really popping yes. at the time, so it's like, you know, okay, why don't you check out this? You know, why don't, why, don't, why don't you do this blog project? I'm like, "All right, cool." So I needed a name for the blog, and one of my big pet peeves was working in the server industry and a lot of people say black people don't tip Mm -hmm. and to me one i guess it's a chicken or egg thing uh i never really had this problem of black people not tipping me Mm -hmm. but i also never was racist to black people right or treated them less than because i expected them to not tip me you know and maybe that's the you know not the not that I figured out the fucking uh, (laughs) not that I solved the this unsolvable equation or anything I didn't find the last digit of pi here but just seemed not that complicated to me that if you fucking treat black people like you treat the other customers you're nice to they'll probably be nice to you but you know i would see it all the time where like waiters would be racist they used to give me their tables Mm -hmm. and think i wouldn't notice the pattern of you're only giving me black tables and trading me white tables right um which is so fucked up and eventually i just started taking their tables but not trading them shit back like you don't want to wait on those black people i'll do it fine
0: right and no you don't get none of my tables fuck it you just give basically you get your money up
1: yeah and i used to get some good ass tips too from black people like i'm like uh, it might just been the cut of my jib or whatever you know i remember these black women gave me used to give me good tips because they felt like i was going places <laughs> you know what i mean like you look
0: know at, us Ooh, you're gonna be somebody boy right. here's some extra money
1: look at this good brother right here you know Ooh, whatever school
0: and shit that was like, oh you in college
1: i remember one time dude was taking his family to like atlanta because his daughter was going to college or some shit and this man this brother, he was, it was him and his whole family at this table, wife and all the shit. The whole crew! And this dude literally tried to throw his daughter at me, and I felt so embarrassed <laughs> for her. Like, you know, I, and I, he was like, you got a girlfriend? I said, yes I do, cause of course I was dating Karen at the time. I said, I have a fiance, I think, maybe, but I definitely had a girlfriend. Right. And he was like, man, listen, uh, my daughter's going to such, such school, well, you in school? I'm like, yeah, I go to Fairville State, you know, I'm telling him all this shit, and he's like, oh, well, listen, uh, my I'm gonna give you my daughter's number, I'm like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> but he gave me such a big fucking tip, and i took the tip but then i threw the number away because it just felt weird and right you know like i don't know like even if his daughter would have been into it that that now i'm in a family where the where the dad <laughs> does shit like this, <laughs> this.
3: So
1: none of this is appealing to me right and uh it, it, <laughs> this is such a tangent but at any rate the dude uh came back like like that was a friday afternoon he, sunday afternoon he came back was like i know she ain't call my daughter And i was like oh uh he was like he requested me again and everything. It's like, what? Well, you you still got a number, right? I was like, yeah, I just uh, you know, I hadn't had time to call her. It, it just, you know, I got a lot going on. I'm like, nigga, you wouldn't even take. I got a girlfriend for a fucking no. <laughs> ah. Anyway, all that stuff to say. The title came from. I started a blog and it was the black guy who tips because I was like, you're all racist people are always saying black people don't tip. So my my logic at the time was if you know me you know at least one black person that tips Mm -hmm. so can you just stop saying that racist bullshit right that was it that was the whole conceited thing i didn't really think it all the way through i never thought like oh yeah there's gonna be some people that see this shit and think i think i'm an exceptional negro that does that's like i tip on that like, the was like, the furthest thing from your mind but that right that's just how b- pro-black i am and how pro-black i grew up i didn't even think of it mm-hmm. <laughs> i literally was like who would read it that way and then uh, over the years we get some people that will be like man when i saw the title i assume y'all was on some like black republican shit and i'm like ugh. but i'm glad that they everybody who's made it through the title and listen and it's pro-black ends up loving the show for the most part so i i guess it's, it's divine providence it was named that and then the other thing that was so that was for the for the blog for the podcast i would have named it probably some stupid shit like the Ryan, Ryan and Karen, Karen show,
0: show. Mm-hmm.
1: and we would have never succeeded because the vast majority of people find our podcast because they search black on A- apple podcast and yep. that was before on itunes and that was before um there were really any black shows
0: yeah and we and me and roger had a running joke and we were really i know this might sound silly y'all but we was really excited because we were number two up underneath the black guy from hey Arnold for like years that was on google that was on google yes for years and when we uh was like number one we actually was like yeah now we took the number one spot
1: but yeah so all that stuff to say like we uh Karen didn't want to have her name on the show. She wasn't even sure she would be the co-host. <laughs> she was like, "You can replace me." And so I just named—I'll be in the background. So I ended up not naming it Rod and Karen or whatever, because I—I never thought she wouldn't be the co-host. But I just thought <laughs> whatever it takes to make her comfortable enough to do the show, right. so if she thinks she's doing it anonymously or whatever—that's <laughs> fine. with and, my
0: whole ass face and name and shit, but I'm anonymous.
1: Well, at the time you weren't even saying your name. Oh, that's so, right. You know, but, um, yeah, eventually, um, it just stuck and, 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 and it grew and, and now we're stuck with it, quote unquote, but in a good way. I love it now. And so that's the, that's the origin story. Uh, Ledre writes in, howdy niggas. I hope i hope i wrote i'm sorry wrote in this week after listening to episode talking about the woman who got called nigger chick at the restaurant ever since you read the story i've been thinking and i don't think this is what people think it is at all let's remember she did order blackened chicken panini it is my genuine belief that nigger chick is what they call the blackened chicken sandwich at that location does it make it any less racist absolutely not i would argue that actually makes it more racist because these people don't didn't just say nigger because they seen a nigger uh they just say (laughs) nigger all the time cashier calling back to the cooks on the line i need three nigger chicks hold the mayo
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious
1: (laughs) or as taylor swift's boyfriend says uh that's a good title for a point (laughs) anyway Anyways, as always, you two are the dumbest couple of the podcast. Okay, thanks for the last piece, Dre. I, I don't know. That's a great theory. I'm not gonna knock your theory uh, just because I think it's such a good, interesting theory, Uh, even if uh, I think they're probably it's the occam's racism occam's racism for me (laughs) it's occam's racism not occam's racer it's occam's racism for me god damn that's the title it's occam's racism for me it seemed pretty simple they seen a black woman because remember they only change the name when you order a um change to the menu item so if she says no pickles then they can go in and type anything in the world they want to put and they put nigger chick and i'm sorry that feels like that can't happen often enough for for them to be doing that joke so i'm my guess is they just seen a black woman called her a nigger chick plus chick is peak white man speak for black women god they yes. love saying black chick ah oh. God, they love saying "black chick." Yes, they say "jam." I, I don't, I'm not even knocking it. I think they say it because they don't want to say "black girl" because there's a racist yes. connotation. It's I don't know, but man, I don't know. "Black chick" gives me "black chick" is like cock. It gives me that like mm. yes. It's not wrong, but it, it's like mm, that is not my way. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how I would say it. <laughs> I'm- I'm sure the, right, the white people listening to this are probably, you know, feeling very aggrieved right now. When did racism against white people become okay? Um, oh no! Jeff says <laughs> Jeff says and the saga continues. Hi Rod and Karen. Time off is fantastic. Hope time off is fantastic. Looks like bullshit about the bike is continuing. I was appalled to hear the social woman has been receiving donations for legal fees. Legal fees? What? What is she even going to fucking what oh he's so fucking stupid why and who the people that give money to this shit are probably gonna be the same people that let elon musk put a chip in their brain Cause of course what would the re what is the fucking reason well we got to get her legal fees for what what is she legal she not going in jail you know she didn't even lose her job what are you oh my god so fucking stupid uh this article seems to be a bit more explanation to the 17 year old side oh we already covered this all right um and then just another article about glenn Youngkin. uh on these fuckers forever love thanks and respects jeff in japan thanks dog mm-hmm. foggy bottom says dear rod and karen you two are the biggest dorks i've ever seen i used to think you were cooler than me keep up the good work 3000 will be here before you know it love roberta and the title of this is uh episode twenty seven seventeen, twelve eleven to thirteen twenty seven, Spotify for Podcast Ad read. Yeah, we just recorded a new Spotify for Podcast ad. Uh so if y'all are listening, you probably <laughs> heard it. Uh we have fun. They make us basically record it every month now. It used to just be the same one for months. But now uh every month you have to like qualify, meaning you have to have a hundred listeners. <laughs> Guys, we got it. No, i not want to humble brag i mean i, uh, I don't
0: want to brag i mean but y'all be listening
1: but you have to do like a hundred listeners that put out like at least one show and i don't want to brag but we put out at least one show um and so they make you re-record it and we have fun with this i'm i mean we could just do the you know Which hey Spotify uh, but i'm like if we gonna do it let's have fun, right? And so we'll take a minute or two out of our day and just kind of freestyle like a different hook for the ad. And I think this time we did well. Y'all will hear it, but it's like some mm-hmm. some fake preacher stuff. It was fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're dorks. I don't know why you ever thought we were cooler than you. I, yeah, I don't not, think I'm not cool at all. I don't think I've ever tried to claim to be the coolest nigga Mm-mm. of anything. <laughs>
0: I am the furthest thing from cool. You talking c- about the woman who got excited about the goddamn M M&M and M store? I,
1: I couldn't get anybody cool. to tell me how to get drugs until I was forty three. So, <laughs> I think I was never placing in the cool Olympics. If you and know what I I'm saying. still
0: don't know, I just use his.
1: Uh, rage lip service and Miss Monet's glorious TT says John. He says, good morning, Ron and Karen. There's a quote from Rage Against the Machine song that says, the rage is relentless. And that's what I think about every time you talk about the social media addiction to ragegasms, whether it's over Taylor Swift, Misha Green, Damon Lindelof, or whoever. I'm so glad y'all talk about the importance of being able to recognize it and avoid taking the bait because man, I've learned the last couple of years how much better life is once you stop getting stuck in that mess.
0: Yes. Yes. It is a freedom to that. And it's like, I personally feel a lot of people are trapped in, in the cage, and they could actually, and the door's not even locked. At any time, they could actually go outside of the door, but they're opting to stay there. And do you have somebody to go, oh, the door's not locked, I can go out? and those people are like the fuck I'm gonna go back in that cage for because they see it's other things out here it's not that they don't go on social media it's not that they are separated from it you just can see and you're more aware of the things that cage you
1: yeah um yeah I I think and, and like I said I may be to the point now where um I am so skeptical of and reluctant to be used for outrage clicks and promotion and, and content that I'm now pushing back sometimes too hard on stuff and I'm trying to find balance on that because some t- my, I definitely don't go with my first instinct of being outraged mm-hmm. almost never um, and I'm not even saying that that's I just feel like there's There's time for me to be mad later. I don't need to instantly get too angry right away. And I see it happening with so many people all the time. I'm already a pretty patient person in general. So it's not even my demeanor to just be moved to rage in just in my life. And like, I'm more of a slower, like, oh man, that was fucked away. That was fucked. Oh, that was fucked up. Like I, that's how I get mad. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah. And, 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 and also, uh, the thing is I've, i but I put like this if i'm going to get mad i want all the information i can get and then analyze it but okay now i got the right to be mad
1: yeah and then often a lot of times what i find is that as i gather more information it's not really rage it's like a for me the thing the difference so i think the difference in the makeup for me i can't speak for other people for me is this i find resoluteness to be my strength in that once i'm able to analyze something and go okay this is what happened this is how i feel about it that is that is a thing i can maintain forever as opposed to you snap you get high on the anger and for me i come down off the anger i normally regret the 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 anger and the out of controlness and especially as new information comes in sometimes it feels almost embarrassing like fuck man why was I letting myself get so worked up over this i didn't even know what the fuck happened and i can feel the annoyance in people you know i am an empath i can feel the annoyance in some people when when something happens and i don't jump to the angry right, right away and
0: they look at you like something wrong with you for nothing yeah, yeah. yeah that's
1: not what i'm worried about but i can feel like that but i've learned to process that even and be like well you're just gonna have to be annoyed because to me if what you're saying does not cut the mustard this shortcut of just be mad with me right now. That is not healthy for me. If then explain to me because I'm willing to listen to whatever the fuck you have to say. And a lot of times I just find that there's very little to be enraged about. There's a lot of things when you can be upset or right. angry or whatever. Irritated. Yes. But rage and, and that level of anger for me is, um, and it's, and it's, and, 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 and honestly, it's not even that. I don't empathize it's i find it to be so alluring and so intoxicating when i am that upset that i i'm wary of it like you would be wary of like a drug like oh no i can't i can't just have one or whatever like i don't and i don't like that feeling so that's where a lot of it comes from and reading and stuff like that especially long form reading is really good for it because when you do long form reading, it makes your brain push things to the side and you have to concentrate for a long period of time and you can't just go sentence by sentence getting upset. And so when I long form read, that helps, you know, reading about, you know, being an empath was a big help for me. Uh, even though it's like a short book you can read in the afternoon, I, I go back to that book all the time. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what I was, I'm feeling. So those are the things that help me. But yeah, I don't that's going to be the way i process stuff and this show is about how we process information on here and so there's times i'm sure people get annoyed there's times people identify there's times where we just give somebody a different perspective but at no point are we trying to stop anybody else from whatever so if you're one of these people that needs to rage you need to pal on people you need to you know you don't want to question why you're always angry and shit that's fine the Then maybe this show is not for you or maybe this show is just a different perspective in the catalog of perspectives that you're around but you know uh the last thing I'll say uh is the um I also find a lot of the angry shit to be intellectually dishonest in its simplicity and I'm also very wary of that because I feel like that is where most people end up getting used is by the the dishonesty of a lot of this stuff because it's like once i can get you angry i can get you to stop thinking and once you stop thinking you're running up in target or whatever the fuck stupid shit that we don't that we think the other side is doing we have our own versions of that over here and it's like oh this is just because i once i got you to angry you couldn't question anything else
0: right And also I particularly as I got older and as I began to learn words and kind of extend my vocabulary and shit like that I do not like to have arguments that are not in good faith and a lot of this anger shit is not in good faith in some situations because once you actually start questioning and answering and, and trying to logically process it it's everything but don't think don't think don't think don't think It was like the, well then what We are not on the same page and we are not having the same conversation. So I'm going to end this because you're you're actually going to make me mad at you for actually not wanting to actually have a conversation with me. So we're going to skip to the end and we're just not going to have a conversation in my mind. Yeah, I'm just,
1: the thing for me, at least in my life, is I've never been unwilling to explain why. And so it's a big thing for me you know, like if I came on this podcast and I was upset about something, I never just told you or the audience or whoever was a guest, like, just be mad. Cause I'm mad. Like, no, it's it's like, I want to communicate to you what's happening. I, that's my goal. I know not everybody's capable of that. And I'm, uh, you know, like everyone's emotional balances are made up differently, but it's a requirement for me. And so I think because I used to be used like that because of my empathy i would leave with it and then try to match people where they were and i realized i was losing myself in that battle i was making what i felt not important and there's a toll to pay to yourself when you do that over and over and over and so the cold for me was anxiety panic attacks uh you know, uh, emotional in- instability, depression. It was a lot of stuff I was experiencing, and I really didn't feel like I knew why. And so now I hold on to my reality with like an iron grasp. I I will not let anyone take my reality from me. I won't let. I don't fuck around in lies. I don't dabble in conspiracy. Like, you know, in the, in those type of ways. I don't like. You know like the way people kind of float in and out they're allowed to do that but I don't play like that so um, I think having come out of that what I would consider to be like dysfunction uh, in the relationships and pseudo relationships I had especially via the internet and social media coming out of that I'm probably a lot more steadfast and yeah I'm gonna have to see some evidence for this shit and so that's just how I move now, and I and and also I just I'm wary of those people that that are constantly causing chaos and running from fight to fight. So when I see the newest, hey y'all, we need to be mad at this thing, I'm typically like, okay, the first re- reaction I have is I'm not getting mad. Number one. So number one, we're gonna start with that's off the table for step one. Is I don't get mad. Number two, what happened? I would like to know fully what happened before I even fucking start chiming in on this shit. Um, and then normally, if I'm truly healthily in a place of balance, I, I will arrive at humor about the stuff. And that's normally how I express myself good or bad is typically through like some level of comedy about it that's when i know i'm processing something is when i'm able to go back and be like this is what's funny to me about this because a lot along the way to get to those steps there's a and there's a lot of those steps there's just a lot of landmines to avoid and so i think that's where i end up with it and that's why our show sounds like it sounds when whenever i'm talking about certain topics is because i'm i'm the one who's normally like "Eh, i don't know let me let me let me just make sure this is on the up and up because I don't know how many times we got to go through being fooled or being taken on a tangent by some shit that we just find out later was not even close to the full story and to me it's too late I put it this way I feel bad when it's when I have to go back and clean up the shit I said when I didn't know shit and most people don't I feel bad about that right most people don't really have that level or maybe they've accepted a level of something about themselves where they're like okay with that i'm not okay with that i for my integrity i try not to i try to do that as little as possible i don't want to come back and keep cleaning my shit up so i try not to just jump out there with just hot take hot take hot take anymore and so uh i think that's that's a big part of it
0: and also uh somebody who where i am now i have emotional intelligence to have that balance because like i said before and i said again i was the type of person in a household where there was no emotional stability the highs were high and the lows were lows there was nothing in between there was nothing you know there, there was no uh, line where you go this is what normal is and when you start going to these extremes, start analyzing why and start getting down to the root cause of it and one thing about you over the years you challenged me to actually think and that's a hard process and because of where i am now i go oh y'all a lot of people particularly on the internet have not gone through the thinking process uh and when i mean thinking process which means if somebody asks you to explain yourself be able to use words and explain logically explain to somebody else outside of the situation where it would make sense to them not using cold words not using whatever no no just explain this to somebody who is outside of the situation you need to be able to do that because if you can do that you can find out if this opinion is yours on how you feel or if this opinion is being influenced by an outside entity because if it's being influenced by an outside entity you will not have a rational and logical reason and you will not be able to explain yourself other than hearsays other than third persons other than somebody said or i heard or i read you know that's completely different than you actually sitting down with yourself by yourself Analyzing everything that's came in and actually forming your your own personal opinion which actually might be different than what social media says might actually go against the wrongs of whatever the influences are and the thing about that is like once you do that you will realize a lot of times you're alone and social media is the opposite of that social media is groups it's about clicks it's about being accepted it's about finding these things which is great because I've done those things on social media also but there's also a time where you need to challenge yourself and be like okay why do i feel like this why and i had to do that on a lot of things even with celebrities ask myself why does the celebrity bother me i actually don't give a fuck about this celebrity why and when i analyze it i go oh I actually don't give a fuck I was being influenced by people places and things and going with the fad of what was happening at the time and I actually didn't give a shit mm-hmm. and so once you do that you can let a lot of the anger go you can process things differently and you'll begin to challenge people around you be like well why do you think that and and what happens is that people get mad and angry and upset and they kind of buff up at you because they actually don't have a reason why and because they don't have a reason why the defense is to get mad because that anger quote unquote on for a lot of people stops Most people from questioning them and challenging them because they think the rage, they think the wailing, they think the the crying go line justifies and 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 is a and is a get out of jail free card and is a and is a you I can't be accountable for anything I say or do because I'm mad is almost like the angriest person wins I don't give a fuck how angry you are you can be angry and wrong
1: yeah um and uh back to the sorry back to this i know it's a huge tangent there's a local controversy happening now over mural over a mural coffee shop that some people find insensitive slash offensive and all the social justice people are protesting demanding the county shut it down now and now even uh encouraging vandalism against the business owner i won't get into details of the image it would make the email way too long but it's one of those things where i think they are just taking shit way too far so i've been resisting getting involved in any way we're currently seeing groups of angry people vandalize pride rainbows and defacing black lives matter tributes etc the people here mean well and i usually agree with them but the level of vitriol aggression black and white thinking ignoring our nuance is just the same energy as MAGA white people using community concerns to bully minority business owners and artists in heavily white areas i just can't unsee the parallels and the constant escalation i swear it's like something right out of beef switch it, speaking of which one thing i wanted to add to your review was did you notice the main characters ultimately only found their humanity after they had no access to their phones or social media god damn that's a great that's a great point fucking chef's kiss so good yeah that's damn that was valid as fuck and then as soon as the phones turn back on take come the problems um yeah i'm like i don't know the details of that so obviously i can't speak to what you're saying but i do agree with the not being able to unsee some of the parallels in things and I think we are so polarized as a country but most importantly the part that I don't see people discussing enough the tools of social media galvanization of rage and grievance are basically new Yes, and they're not ideologically beholden to any side Mm-mm. That is what is different, and that is what we don't really see discussed much. Everyone thinks it's the other side, right? And and we can only really see it when it's some people we disagree with, uh, uh politically or ideology, ideologically, or people we think are different. And as all of a sudden we can see it, right? We're like, oh, those guys are uh those people ran up on LeBron James' house and tight ty- as put the and burned his jersey cuz he left uh Cleveland. Those pieces of shit, we know those people are terrible. And you're like, "Okay, yeah, we can all see that. We all agree on that. That's pretty terrible. Our side thinks that's fucked up." But then like, I don't know, if some if there's some celebrity who's like constantly getting harassed or whatever on social media and it's just because we don't like them. It there's there's never that like, "Oh no, we doing it too." there's never that stop like that full stop moment of oh no 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 no, I wouldn't do like a a better example when you dox when someone on our side gets doxed we start talking about the threats to their life the harassment how unsafe they feel what it's like for marginalized people on social media blah blah blah. and and I agree with all that and then when someone one of these Karens in a video does some shit we do that to them Mm -hmm. But we act like we're not. We're like, no, right. no. This is just us. This is not. No, she's fake crying. She doesn't really care about our safety or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I. That's not how I handle my shit. So I wouldn't necessarily harass this person, right? Even though I disagree with this person or whatever. Like, so I think that's the thing. Is like when we do it, it don't count. When they do it, it does i really enjoyed the discussion about targeting the tightrope act of managing these lgbtq phobic threats coming from a small but loud group of assholes i'd much rather businesses say something that sounds like it's appeasing the haters while continuing to sell the pride merch than the other way around paying a tiny bit of lip service to conservatives but continuing in the progressive direction is one of those head fake moves that i fully support and it's always weird that so many people on our side don't get it yeah we're not a very smart i don't want to say that i'll take it back i just i just feel like our side Values how things look more than how effective things are.
0: Yes, and I'm and, about effectiveness and yeah. getting shit done. How it looks don't mean a motherfucking thing if nothing is accomplished.
1: Yeah, and I think yeah, I'm with it. me and Karen are firmly on the side of like I don't care about that kind of shit. Mm-mm. I just needed to get done. It's it's why I like uh, Biden so much. Is why you know I I'm I'm more of a pragmatist than most people. Is that. I, I how the shit looks is part of the message, but motherfuckers are out here losing, but looking sweet. Right,
0: but bitch, you lost. Like I don't understand it. Nothing was accomplished. You lost.
1: So like I don't I I don't care if a candidate is so progressive. I agree with everything they say, and they lose. I feel like then you just failed us. That's how I feel. Like like if if I then then don't then be the person that uh says the thing that is a little bit pisses off my side a little bit but you won well now you have power you can govern how you want and that's what What? biden did and i like that biden is constantly getting oh you said it next biden is constantly getting shit for doing this because everyone obsesses over the mildly nice things he says about republicans even though he's usually twisting the knife into them by while doing so yep I don't know if you saw his proposed Title IX rule change for transgender athletes in schools, but it got a lot of outrage when it was released because it gives legitimacy to the notion of trans athlete bans in schools. But as Glad Attorney pointed out, it's actually a smart tactic because it puts the onus on the people proposing bans to prove that they have a valid concern over competitive fairness rooted in science and that it won't discriminate based on sex. This is something that... Uh, is basically impossible given there's no scientific proof that trans athletes have an inherent advantage over cisgender ones wow. at that level and pretty much all these bans effectively do discriminate based on sex so it would make statewide bans illegal outright and force every school to try to meet an impossible burden or have their bans uh easily thrown out in court of course this current supreme court would rat fuck it but title nine has a very solid legal backbone on pre- of president precedent so biden is basically moving the fight uh, onto the best possible legal ground to try and stop these stupid bans while using language that makes it sound like the biggest are getting a compromise when really they are not. Yeah, I've seen this. I haven't even gotten involved in it. I've read it. And, and that was my ultimate conclusion was like, okay, they're using the language to trap these motherfuckers into an unwinnable argument. But this is, you know, it's Twitter. Twitter is a depressed hive mind, they're only going to see the worst possible outcome. It wouldn't have matter what they would have said. They would have been like, and this is how this is not going to work. Um, the end of the day, the real problem is we let Donald Trump be president, so all this shit is going to end up going before a Supreme Court that will rule against it, and it don't matter what Biden do. Ooh. And that's on us. That's, that's not, not on him. Us. That's on us as a voting populist for just thinking shit would be sweet under Trump and that there wouldn't be consequences to pay and we were warned Hillary Clinton said this will happen Mm -hmm. who knows how it will play out but it's kind of political jujitsu move that I think is very smart but that our side rarely appreciates or gives politicians credit for yeah at some point in the next couple weeks we're going to do a full episode on just um, speaking of the Biden administration on just uh, these motherfucking white supremacists that ran up on the White House on the Capitol building going to jail let's go I've been collecting these oh I never stopped collecting them I never Stop collecting them. And you know how much I love to be right. Oh my God. The right boner that I have right now is so fucking engorged, okay? Because I was right. I was like, Merrick Garland is keeping that same energy. I don't know it's just I was, every fucking word i said about how it's, it's not gonna stop it's just gonna escalate they're going in order of worst to best to, or least right. offensive to worst mm-hmm. and so all the people that was they let this person go home is like because that person didn't do shit right you know the only people that got to getting to go home early are the people they didn't do shit or the people that's cooperating other than that you're going to prison not jail prison nigga and fed time and oh Oh, I'll be reading these headlines. This is why i never be a prison abolition. I'll be reading these headlines I'll be reading these headlines. I'm like, Seven and a half years. Oh, you fucked up. Oh, you fucked up, Bye. Goodbye. Enjoy that prison food. I goodbye. Go. Get out of here. No forgiveness for you. Okay? Oh, God. I don't know. Whew. It's just it gives it's it's better than sex. It's honestly better than sex. Um uh karen western pennsylvania may not be geographically the south but trust me it's very much the south in spirit as the old joke goes pennsylvania is pittsburgh on one end philly on the other and everything else is mississippi in fairness to the <laughs> black lady who went to that racist ass aviation inn, i think we need to remember that a lot of these rural sundown towns have very few dining options maybe the only alternative she had was an arby's across the street oh uh, that's a good point yeah that's a good point finally can we all just take a moment to be thankful to Janelle Monae's generosity She's definitely taking things to a new and much appreciated level now that she's starting to give us some foreshadowing back in 2018. Uh as as witness in this video make me feel already queued up in, uh for a good example here is and he put a link to it. Mm-hmm. Not topless per se, but definitely getting some things off her chest so to speak. Though you'll probably get distracted by the cheeks. Anyway, she awesome in so many ways. I'm here for it. Cheers. Stay safe, John. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen. She always always thought she was beautiful. I, I don't think that's like some thing i need to like there's no pat on the back for that i, I, I really wonder what kind of fucking person wouldn't have thought she was beautiful um and, and and she just chose to like wear that suit thing that was her her thing but then she would do acting roles and i'd be like that is a that's just a pristinely beautiful woman <laughs> like this just is what it is uh i don't know what it was that made her like lean into this era of like redefining herself as as like pleasurable and stuff but she's been talking about her sexuality for a long time she's been talking about shit for a minute but um yeah she ain't been walking around naked like this 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 feels like when erica badu did window seat and it was like oh my god finally you know so welcome to the party pal all right that's it we'll talk to you guys uh throughout the week uh like i said probably have only a few episodes uh for a minute because i is i'm still resting i'm still enjoying this uh and i'm liking this relaxed schedule um so uh i, I and i'm working on this project yeah i'm
0: really working on a project but, yeah.
1: but that's not just it though if i wasn't working on that project i would still be taking this time off yeah. I, i'm it's, enjoying it's, the it's time needed, off
0: because the past yeah
1: and it's giving uh is giving people a chance to catch up on old episodes so Mm -hmm. go back and listen to us as babies talking about shit we had no idea about all right listen to us be rageful and and caught up in the matrix and all that stuff Listen listen to us you know like listen to us come into where we are now in our era of pleasure okay i had my titties out yesterday too just like janelle Monet. all right we'll <laughs> talk to y'all tomorrow we we'll talk to y'all throughout the week until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.